Hello and welcome to Codish, an exploration of the lives of modern developers. Join us as we dive into topics like languages and frameworks, data and event-driven architectures, and individual and team productivity, all tailored to developers and engineering leaders. This episode is part of our deeply technical series. Welcome back to Codish. This is developer advocate Chris Castle, and today I've got with me here Becky. Uh, Becky, can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Becky Hymas, and I am the product manager at Heroku Data. Uh, so we're going to be talking about data, as you might uh, have guessed from from what Becky focuses on, and specifically uh, data clips. So Becky, can you tell us a little bit about what data clips are? So data clips is a UI to run queries. Uh, against your Postgres database, against your Heroku Postgres database. Uh, it, uh, it offers a couple of extra features that we're really excited about in the new, in the new release, such as charting. You can explore the schema and things like that. But it is meant to be a way that you can collaborate with others when you're exploring data out of your Heroku Postgres. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what I remember. So actually, um, fun fact, I uh, was a data analyst for my first job out of school, um, a spreadsheet monkey, you may say. <laughs> and um, so I still have kind of a, a love for, for data. And I remember um, learning about data clips even before I worked at Heroku and it being super easy for me to write some SQL, access, kind of do ad hoc reporting, I guess, for yeah. um, a boss or a product manager or someone who I was working with. I guess also a really way for me to repeatedly run those run those SQL queries in that like I didn't have to log in, do like PGSQL and log into the command line client and rewrite the, the SQL query every time I wanted to check kind of the status of something weekly or, or maybe monthly or something like that. Yeah. And the, the other thing that for me, when I started using uh, this type of tools was that before this, when I was using my SQL, I would have all these text files uh, saved in my dashboard, like, you know, like in my desktop, like the real query is this one. Don't yep. look here. Look yeah. this one, you know, like, and yeah. then also like what happens if your computer's gone? Like at one point my computer was stolen and I was like, oh my God, like all my queries are gone. You know, yeah. like you have to start your text from file of all your SQL queries. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. And now everything like with data clips, everything was because when I mean, we're talking about 2012, we're talking about a long, long, long time ago. Yep. And we were able to like you were able to get all your queries in one place and share them like with just a link, share with somebody else. And then right. it, it also saved uh, a version of it. So mm. I, you, you, I wasn't afraid to kind of like redo or change something into the query thinking, oh, I'm going to screw this query up. Like I have to do it all over again uh, because you can just go back to the versions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So let's, well, let's, what is the, the, um, we were just talking about the origin story of, of data clips um, and kind of how it first started. And you mentioned like 2012 or 13. So five or six years ago, um, yeah, the and version of data clips was released. Exactly. And if you imagine back there, it's like uh, mode analytics didn't exist even then. Uh, Periscope was just coming to surface and Looker was just launching. And data was living in the dark ages. Like we did have all this great uh, tools to share code and collaborate with code. And even with text documents, we had 
like Google Docs have been around forever. But for data, we didn't really have anything like that back in the day. So we were, we had this uh, Heroku Postgres offering, and it was a great way for people to start tinkering with the data and trying to share with colleagues and get more productive with it. A lot of things at Heroku are, uh, maybe not a lot of things, but many things at Heroku are built to scratch our own itch. And you were mentioning how like we we use them internally a lot. Yes. Um, so it's really interesting because Heroku is the largest data clips customer, actually. All teams from different parts of the company use it for different use cases. The BizOps teams use it. Our engineers use it. Even our product product managers, we use it. And even you guys, like even the marketing team uses it. So everybody has a different use case. We kind of like check every single one. Like we have have customers that only the engineering team uses data clips. We have a couple other customers that only, you know, like only the product people use data clips. But at Heroku, each single team, like we check every single box. The only thing that I see that at Heroku we didn't use as much as uh, a lot of our customers do is use data clips to create dashboards and display mm. it, like display it in TVs and things like that. Maybe it's because we don't have TVs anymore hanging around the office like we used to. <laughs> right, but, but it kind of like gets back to the like the the inspiration for data clips and kind of the problem we were trying to solve when when it was first created, right? It was like, it's never going to be a Tableau, right? Or mode or any of these, these like yeah. deeper data analytics tools, but we just wanted a quick way to jump in, run a query and be able to collaborate or share that with others. Right. And you were mentioning some other, other services that this was kind of following in the path of. Yeah. So it's funny you mentioned Tableau because Tableau has also always been around forever. But the thing is that with Tableau, it's a commitment. You know, Mm. it's like a thing that you have to install in your computer. You run all this, like you you have to connect it properly, do all the things properly. And it's a pretty expensive license too. It's just a commitment. It's a real commitment to use Tableau. You know, like back in the day, a lot of people collaborated their code using GitHub gists. And that was one of the big inspirations for uh, data clips. Like back then, we did have this type of things for code, but we didn't have a way that you can like draft a quick query, share it with someone, and move on. Not necessarily to build huge reports and dashboards and things like that. But the whole inspiration was just to build something that you can create that eventually, because of, since its inception, you're able to export the data using, I don't know, all kinds of different, I, I don't know at what point JSON export came into the picture. I think it was released mm-hmm. with, the, with the original version. But ever since we released the export function, people also use it as a some sort of a light ETL, like API point that people mm, can yeah. hit and uh, populate different uh, tables or Excel formats and things like that. Yeah, that makes sense. There's So I've used, um, I don't think I've used the X, XML format, but I've used the JSON and the CSV format. And they're like generic enough that they make it easy to import into Excel or Google spreadsheets or something like that. But then you also mentioned, um, I think what you just kind of alluded to there is like someone, we have a customer that that effectively uses data clips as a JSON API endpoint. To to drive a dashboard. Yes, to, that's yeah, correct. For like an internal use. Yeah, not for their customers, um, but more for their internal 
Yeah, they, they, they build all the queries, they run them, and then they export the query uh, with one of these methods and they produce, I think it's, uh, they use um, Google Sheets and create some dashboards and they display it around the office. But now that, I, now that we're talking about this, without going too far, before we, we released Schema Explorer, not having a schema was one of the biggest kind of like constraints mm. for people to get in and start running queries quickly. You know, yeah. like you had to get a debrief from someone who's like, this is how the whole thing is, is organized. And right. now that we're talking about this, I remember at, internally at Heroku, uh, the BizOps team uh, used to have a query that populated a spreadsheet and the spreadsheet was our schema directory. Yeah, I remember that for the giant Heroku data warehouse. Yes, yes, for for a data warehouse, and it was all populated from. It was all export. It was a CSV export. Uh, yeah, that was populating, and it was pretty cool. Now that we talk about it, I remember. Yeah, that. I remember when I first started at Heroku, finding that to understand all the different tables and columns in that giant data warehouse. I also use it um, until. There was kind of schema exploration and this um, new, I don't know if it's called IntelliSense or if that's like a trademarked term that we can't use. But like <laughs> until then, I still always had to run PSQL, go into the database and, check and the schema. run like, what is it like backslash D or something like that e. to see the schema for the table and then come back to the web interface and yeah. type in my query. And what is so cool about this is that it's always fresh, you know, like the, the results were always updated because it, every time like you opened it, it will, it will repopulate itself with whatever it was the latest information. So that was one of the other things that yes, back in the day, you would run these queries. You would export the data into some text file or into a Google uh, into a Google spreadsheet or a Microsoft Excel or whatever it is. But then the problem is that the data immediately became stale. The moment you did paste, I yep. guess the moment you did copy, the data became stale. Right. <laughs> you know, and that yeah, was what it was. That connection to the source. Yeah, I remember. I remember when I first opened that spreadsheet with our with our internal schema explorer. It was so cool. It, it took a little bit to load. And that's when I understood what it was happening. I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is taking a little bit to load because it's actually refreshing the entire thing. And this is something we also took care of in the new release of Data Clips. Things are much faster and the data is always fresh. So that lag that I used to have when I used to open that thing shouldn't happen with a new one. People shouldn't yeah. expect that with a new one. So it's effectively like that SQL query that you just mentioned that like the, um, the BizOps, internal Heroku BizOps team created that effectively like queries the schema of, of a big database, Data Clips is now effectively doing that internally yes. and, and then showing that in the in the web UI kind of in a nice way and keeping it up to date for it, you. Exactly. And it's really cool too because, for example, you can just type the name of a row and it'll show you all the different tables that have that. Uh, yeah. for, for me, it's been, tr it's been very useful to be able to connect and know what tables to join and whatnot. I don't know any developer that doesn't <laughs> enjoy or appreciate having some sort of completion, whether it's CLI completion or, you know, table name completion or column name completion for, for data clips. Like I never used a, a big IDE um, or I didn't start my programming career using a big IDE with that had the completion built in. So when I started finding tools that, that gave me this uh, like, completion, or I was like, <laughs> it makes you faster, makes you more efficient. It like doesn't require the same kind of like cognitive load mm -hmm. to remember 
what was the name of that column or that variable? Like, did it have an underscore or was it one word with like camel case? Um, so yes, so, very excited about that. Yeah, and, and also something really interesting to note is that, so we released Data Clips a long time ago in 2012. And the, the, the truth is that it really hasn't changed that much because the use case is still the same, you know, like mm, we, yep. we, we're not trying to replace, we're not, mode analytics or periscope you know like what the the reason that the product has not changed is because the use case is the same people come in here do some quick exploration uh they want to come back to the same query that is something that is just interesting for them and maybe not for the entire community for, for the entire organization they come they run it and then somebody else comes in and is like oh somebody ran that query that's interesting i wanted that query too yeah. So they're able to find that. And I've been able to run so many queries so much faster w- through data clips because I'm like, oh, okay, let's try to find, I don't know, like when I first started, it's like, let's try to find uh, who are Postgres customers that do A, B, or C. And yep. you're able, like in the in the search, you're able just to put Postgres and whatever thing that you were looking for. And sure enough, someone in the past five years have run a very similar query. The only thing that I always had to be a little bit cautious was that schemas change, right? Like, mm, it's like, yeah. oh, that, that used to hit an old table. But you would know right away that you were querying something you were not supposed to be querying because maybe the table doesn't exist anymore. And it'll tell you, hey, that column is not there anymore because the table doesn't exist. So then you're like, oh, but you have a good understanding of pretty much how everything gets together. And you're able to query really fast. So is that you kind of, you talked about data exploration. Is that, that's the most common use case that, that you found as you've been kind of looking at behaviors and, and how yeah. customers use data clips? So we're, we're about to release the new version. Maybe by the time this airs, we will already have the new version of data clips live for everybody. But we ran a very long beta program with some with some customers. And we selected customers with different use cases, some that had thousands and thousands of queries and others that had like, I don't know, 40 queries. We were trying to find people from different buckets, right? And for these customers, I was kind of surprised this time that this customer had about 2,500 queries. And I said, okay, we're going to migrate all your queries. Everything should be ready by tomorrow. And he's like, no, 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 no. Don't migrate any of my queries. Hmm. And I was like, why? What's going on? Like, you don't want to carry on your own work? And he said, no, uh, all the queries that we run and that you see in there are basically exploration. You know, like we run a quick query, we find the result. We're like, oh, okay, cool. We're in in the right track. And then they take that idea and they, I don't know, they continue their work somewhere else. You know, Mm. like they're able to go back to Periscope or Mode Analytics and actually do a real analysis. But they, they use this as kind of like the entry point. You know, like when the person sitting there before they go into a meeting and say, okay, okay, let's propose this project or whatever, they're able to run this query. So that's one of the use cases. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people use it for data exploration. But then we also have customers um, in, the, in, another, in the other extreme. It was customers that had about, I don't know, let's say 40 queries. And these are customers that have been using data clips for years. Like we've had this, per, this, this client that was using it for the past, I don't know, 
five years, almost since the inception of Data Clips. And they had the same queries, right? And I was like, oh, that's so interesting because if you look at their tra- if, if you look at their logs, they hit Data Clips every single day, but they only have the same 40 queries. Hmm. And these are people that found these really cool queries of these metrics that they want to track. Uh, and then they export that into dashboards and they display that in TV somewhere. Or like, th- this is the this is the thing that they log in every day and then they see. And that's the reason that they don't need that many more queries because it's the same 40 queries and they're just trying to track usage or behavior or like something like that. It's like they, they've decided these are the important queries for the business or the important data that they want everybody in the company to be looking at. Yeah. Um, and, then we, and, then, and then there's another interesting use case also internally. This is a team internally at Salesforce is uh, the mergers and acquisitions team. So the mergers and acquisitions team runs, have this series of queries, right? Like they want to use data clips as a mechanism to export data out of Salesforce into a way that their analysts can actually do something useful with it. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like the it's like the the seed or the first step, uh, kind of to an, to an ETL process. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So they, through Heroku Connect, they put the data into into the Postgres instance, and then any analyst can run SQL into this data that is actually changing as they speak, you know, like they, oh, right, yeah. they can run these queries as they as the, the things are happening. Yeah, that's cool. And I guess you could write code, right? We could, we could write code that, that stitches these things together, or we could use um, kind of a, a purpose built ETL tool to, to connect different data sources, but that's this kind of like lets them do it in a, in a lighter weight or, or easier way that is still, still reliable, um, like yes. still secure, still safe. That's the key, um, easy, yeah. easy and secure and safe, right? Like you don't yeah. have to put in like this huge infrastructure behind it because you could just like connect is literally point and click, you know, like you go there, I've seen your demo, <laughs> Yeah, you go there, <laughs> you point and click, and then just like that, your data magically appears in a Heroku Postgres database, and then you mm-hmm. just run a SQL query on it. So it's, it seriously doesn't get any easier than that. And then you can get, like, once you remove that layer of, of complexity of, like, okay, I have all this data here, because you can get really hacky, and, like, I'm pretty sure that we have a ton of Salesforce customers doing hacky things to get their data out of there so that they can run a SQL query. Yep. Uh, but it doesn't really get any easier than using Heroku Postgres. Heroku Postgres allows you to extract data from the Salesforce organization, like your mm-hmm. your, your Salesforce data. Through right. Heroku Connect, you can put your data into Heroku Postgres database that you can query. So internally, Salesforce teams, the merger and acquisitions team, they get all they have all this data in Salesforce, right? Like all this data from all these companies they're acquiring. So then using Heroku Connect, they take the data into Heroku Postgres, and then they run the same set of queries for all the mergers and acquisitions that they do. So what they do is they just fork that query, they create a new version of that query, and then they just change it. And they're able to track in the exact same way, really fast, queries for whatever company that they're interested in acquiring or that they already acquired and things like that. It's a, it's a, it's a different use case, but I also think it was it was worth bringing uh, the the cool way to basically basically run SQL in your Salesforce data. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it makes it very easy to use Heroku Connect to get the data um, in Postgres. Mm-hmm. And then that makes it accessible in any kind of like 
anyone who knows SQL or some variant of SQL can then query it. And share. And data clips. Yeah, exactly. Data clips lets you um, very easily query that and, and share it. And with the new release of data clips, uh, when you share it, uh, you have the option of share because before when you would share, you could see everything. You could see the query and then you could see the results. And now with the new in the new version of data clips, you can see you can choose to only share the results. So it will just show you a nice page with the table of the results and you can either see a chart. It's a really simple chart which is also a really romantic and cool story. Um, when, <laughs> when we were releasing, when we were working on the release of data clips, where draft, like the motivation behind uh, the new release of data clips was to update the technology behind it, to make it faster. Because as mm-hmm. I said, the use case really hasn't changed. So we didn't really need to add a bunch of stuff. Uh, because there's always Tableau or Looker or Periscope or Mode, right? Like the, the use case is still the same. But uh, something that was really cool is like, okay, we're upgrading all this technology. And that summer we had an intern and she came and actually it was the intern who uh, released the charting function of, hmm. of data clips. And, it, and I, the reason I say it's so romantic is because where in the world can you as an intern go to a company, work for a summer, work in the feature that you're really, really excited about, and then see it on the real product when it goes GA right away? Yeah, you know, like that's I, super cool. I never, yeah, when I had been inter- an intern when I was kind of starting my career, it feels like you're always working on like, what is the shape of that button or like <laughs> right. some, some function behind the scenes for that button. And then you never know. If How it's many coffees do I not. need to bring this morning? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> but no, yeah, she was awesome. She she was she the team was very sad to see her go. Um yeah. I'm pretty sure that she's going to go out to do great things because she just came and designed the charting feature, worked on it. Of course, like she paired with uh our engineers, but it was it was her doing. Uh I was out on maternity leave actually when this happened. And uh, because maternity was really long, it was like six months and Mm. the internship is three months. So I never actually got to work with her, but I come back from maternity leave and they're like, yeah, so the intern build a charting function. I'm like, what? That's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. So for this new data clips release, um, for for new data clips, what (laughs) were some of the the pain points that um, you wanted to solve with with new data clips? Yes. So... Again, the main motivation when we rewrote data clips was uh, to update the technology to be able so that we would be able to push security updates and things like that fast. You know, like that it wasn't like a huge burden in the team because the code was so old and obsolete. So we wanted to update all the infrastructure behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with that, we did have, I mean, we have a laundry list of things that customers want, right? Because like the more you right, give, right, right. it's kind of like data. The more you know about the data, the more questions you're going to have. It's kind of like the, it, the same applies as product, you know, like the more features you release, the more features people want. But we had this huge laundry list of features, but the things that people were more excited about was sharing we did a massive update to sharing so uh, i mentioned already that you can share just the results and you can also share the whole query and the whole thing with somebody else right uh, whereas before it was always the query plus the data below yeah it, right? and not only that the person that you were sharing with had to have a heroku account 
Oh, okay. So before somebody had to have a Heroku account because when you click on the link, they had they, they had to be able to like log in into the actual dashboard and platform and see it. But yep. but now with the new one, when you have when you create a public URL of your of your clip, you just send that to somebody else and they would be able just to see the results in a nice mm-hmm. page in a nice website. Hmm. Okay. So, so that's that's one of the of the updates. Uh, we also talk already about Schema Explorer and auto-completion. Yeah. And then the other thing that we're really, really excited about it is that results are always fresh. Uh, mm-hmm. Before, you had to kind of like wait. And because, for example, if you're exporting things to Google because of the way Google Sheets cache things, sometimes mm, to okay. update rep- the results would take a couple hours. Yeah. But now that's that shouldn't be the case anymore because now they basically the results are run much much more frequent and you shouldn't have that type of problems anymore. Those are like and of course there's tons of, we we release a ton of other things like for example the charting feature and like a couple other things that you'll see as you start logging in, but those three were the ones that we were most excited most excited about. That's cool. I didn't know about the uh, the faster updating. I'm excited about that because Part of my role as a developer advocate is building and giving demos, oh. and so I'm I'm often giving a demo that includes maybe includes data clips, and doing it over and over again. Sometimes I switch to data clips, and it's a real time demo. I want the data to be to be updated yeah. to, to show the people there. <laughs> and sometimes um, it would update, and and sometimes I would hit refresh a few times, and then talk through the talk through my demo and kind of be like, oh, we'll come we'll come back to that. <laughs> Um, so I'm personally excited about that. Yeah, that shouldn't happen anymore. And if it happens, let me know because it shouldn't be happening ever again. Great. Uh, things are fresh and quick. So we're really, really, yeah. really excited. The way the way I like to talk about when, when I explained why we redid Data Clips is like, well, actually, this was one of the engineers, Magic, gave me this, this example. It's like, Becky, it was like, you know, in the United States, you have a roof with shingles, right? Like there's so many layers of shingles you can put into a roof to prevent leaks. You know, like when the first layer becomes old, instead of putting a new roof, you put another layer of shingles. And then once you get a leak, you put another layer of shingles. But there's so many layers of shingles you can put into the thing before it collapses. It was kind of similar to what was happening with data clips. You know, like it was this very, very old infrastructure that we kept like patching it to make sure everything was running good, was 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 good enough. But it got to the point that to do a security update or anything, it would take us forever. Yeah, I can understand, right? Because they, it's more work for them that they kind of just more more repetitive. Um, and and not really fun work, I'm, I'm sure for them to make sure that you know I don't know any packages with with uh, recent vulnerabilities are patched or updated. Yeah, it was painful. And I guess I just have one more question mm-hmm. uh, to to finish up. What is your favorite um, new feature of new data clips? Oh man, this is like the hardest question ever because it's like, what is the favorite feature of your child? (laughs) (laughs) Which child do you love the most? (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. And because I, for me, the whole thing, I love that it's so simple. It addresses one problem and it does it very well, you know, which is, it's just a place to run a simple exploration query. That's it. And then you can share it. You can like, 
get the public link or get the private link, share it with another thing. Oh, I do have something we haven't talked about that I actually love personally. So okay. we've, we've talked a lot about Data Clips as a collaboration tool. Right. Yep. I yep. remember when I was first, when I was new in uh, in Heroku, I was a little bit kind of like shy to run my queries because I didn't want anybody to see the basically the errors I was mm. making as I was figuring things out. Right. Right. Yeah. So I did actually because I'm a really proud person. I did run some queries first in the command line, like you know, like in the CLI. I will log into the into my follower and run my queries there just to make sure I wasn't going to break anything in the actual data clips, and I didn't want anybody to see my mess. Yep. And now with the new data clips, you can work uh, on a query privately. And then once oh. it's ready, you can share it. So you yeah. you wouldn't have to have that step anymore. Like you can run on this query, uh, run the results. It's like, oh, that was ugly. That was definitely not what I wanted to do. And like <laughs> keep fixing it until it's perfect. And then once it's ready, you can share it and make it and make it available for other people to see. And that yeah. feature, I actually really, really, really love. Yeah. I like that too. I didn't. I didn't know that that was um, a new a new feature or an intentional feature. Um, and also kind of speaks to that that use case that you mentioned earlier of the um, uh, one customer that had thousands of, of yes uh, of data clips queries and because um, data clips just by default would ask for a name and then save the query for you. Um, but now it sounds like you don't need to do that, or you can just keep it keep it private. Um, and uh, when it's pulling the correct data in a nice, you know, like formatted nice way, then you can share it with, with the rest of your team yeah. um, and you can look awesome. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or, or show how awesome you are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, great. Well, thanks for, thanks for joining me, Becky. Um, I'm uh, excited to play more and more with data clips. I'm going to actually go and update one of my demos that uses <laughs> data clips to, uh, to show off all the new features. Um, and we'll be showing that at the upcoming Trailhead, uh, Salesforce's oh. Trailhead X event in May. Very exciting. So yeah, excited to get to use the new stuff. Uh, thanks very much, everyone, for joining us for another episode of the Codish podcast. Uh, check out heroku.com slash podcasts for more. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Codus Podcast. Codus is produced by Heroku, the easiest way to deploy, manage, and scale your application in the cloud. If you'd like to learn more about Codus or any of the Heroku podcasts, please visit heroku.com slash podcasts. 